This morning, the Supreme Court recognized that the Constitution guarantees marriage equality. Open relationship, but how do you tell your partner about it? <laughs> what a journey, right? But we still need to change. We need to listen. And I'm here to learn. Welcome to Dear Queer People. People. Hey, what's going on, dear queer people? I am Carlos Brand, and what is going on? Jesus Christ, Britney Jean Spears, can you save us? My God, <laughs> I have no words. Well, I'm kidding. I have a lot of words for everything that is happening right now. But um, let's welcome you first back to dear queer people i'm so sorry for taking this um break from everything uh it's been a lot um these couple of weeks and i think it's been a lot for everyone in general it's like we are living in a stranger things upside down world uh, we are in the other side another dimension i don't know what the hell is going on with 2020 uh, we all said that 2020 is gonna be our year and here we are <laughs> it is insane but um one of the things that i can say is that we're still here and we're stronger and together than ever. I believe that what is happening with shapers and teaches new things about how we can be better individually and how we can be better as a society. I don't want to get into um, the coronavirus, uh, COVID-19 and everything that is happening because it's a lot. And I think we need a, a break from this uh, for a minute. And at least I think I, I can say this um, and doing this in this podcast. I was talking with uh, a, a friend of mine, Trevor, and and he would say, what's up, what's up with your podcast? And a lot of you has been asking me. I'm like, listen, I was so overwhelmed by everything that I needed to stop for a second and and, and, and adapt to, to all of this. I... I I lost myself in this new dynamic and I have to like figure it out and we're going to figure it out day by day. Uh, but I think also we can use this time to learn more about ourselves, uh, to explore how our bodies are feeling, uh, to observe our fears, our desires, to inquire what is truly important actually to us um, and how we can make life easier. Uh, how a meeting could be an email and how this government and any other government around the world can make life easier for us. And we are looking that right now. We're witnesses, something that nev we never experienced, uh, at least in, in the last decades as a human in the human history. So um, I will encourage you to um, challenge yourself to do something. One of the things that I've been noticed is that I need kind of like a routine. So now I wake up, I meditate and I stretch right away. I wake up, 
Um, and I'm trying new things that I haven't tried before, like yoga. Yeah, shocking. I never did yoga in my life till right now. So I bought myself a yoga mat, yoga blocks, and um, I take classes now every day in my room. Um, because I think in these moments of chaos and transitions that we're inviting to face each other and face the truth, uh, and sometimes it takes these experiences to realize how we um, are, who we are, and how life is really is. And it's because that that we're never keep promise now about the future, and now we need to work in the now. So I think there is the challenge. What are we waiting for? Why haven't do those yoga classes before? And now I'm learning a sign language in Italian and making myself goals that I couldn't done years ago. And I had the time for it. I just keep myself making excuses about it. So um, now I don't have the excuse. Now I have extra time. Now I cannot go out and I cannot not enjoy my friends. Um, but the truth is that we put each other so many excuses in life. And now we're facing all of that to kind of like uh, redefine each other. Um, also, one of the things that I can take about what is happening right now, it's there's no protection in terms of government to freelancers like personal trainers like I don't know like drag queens and a small business like mine I'm an entrepreneur I have my own business and my own startup um, it's it has it has been critical um, so it's been also fascinating how these freelancers like personal trainers are giving away free classes to motivate people and for small donations and, 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 and that's no strings attached, you can just enjoy a class from your living room, from your room, and these people are still active. Um, it's something that is happening with um, drag queens, for example. Uh, Tina Burner and Marty J. Cummins, uh, they're New York City entertainers, and they're performing in Instagram Live a few times per week just to keep their art alive i encourage you if you're enjoying also these free classes we're living in a very interesting moment right now if you're enjoying this um the free classes or free shows support them as well giving away uh they're giving away their talent their knowledge to motivate you to entertain you so tip them send them um ten dollars five dollars twenty dollars or whatever you can whatever you pay for your single berries class and give them because right now these are the people that also need us the most okay um but anyway because i can talk about what is happening all day and uh, when i'm editing this i get tired of listening to my voice i don't know how you guys handle it <laughs> i'm really really grateful for for all of you um Talking about entertainers, and I mentioned them before, Mary J. Cummins, uh, it's going to be uh, my guest in this episode. Uh, we record this like two, three weeks before everything happened. And over the course of the last decade, Mary has been building a name as a drag artist, activist, and a television producer. 
And during the 2016 elections, Marie began the Hell's Kitchen Democrats, um, overthrowing one of the oldest political institutions in the nation, actually. Their political activists energize a community and has brought people together who is seeking a progressive change in the United States. Um, Mori also has been regularly working with LGBTQ organizations, including HMI. I know them. Mori is just amazing, and I've, I'm fascinated with them to to for everything that that they do. I apologize to you in advance because I don't know what happened with the audio when I exported it and I sound in just one side. Um, but I didn't want to delay more of this. And I promise you I am going to be in your living room, in your ears, in your headphones more than ever now that I have the time. For, now that I have the time for it. Um, so I'm going to bring back this episode. I want you to hear it. We talk about politics. We talk about pronouns. We talk about what is happening right now in the United States. And maybe this can take you out of the COVID-19 outbreak for a minute and listen this great entertainer, great activist, great politician, but great human being. So I'm giving you Marty J. Cummins. Hello, queer family. Welcome uh, to um, Dear Queer People. Pim, 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 pim. I have the beautiful... <laughs> I have to do that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, it's so signature, you, that I just steal it. Uh, ladies and not so ladies, Marty J. Cummins is here. Bim, 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 bim. <laughs> <laughs> I do that at my campaign events too. I think it's I think it's great. Where I love do, it. Where is that coming from? Oh, it's just the air horn. It's a great way to just get people, uh, people's attention. You know, like when you walk on stage, you kind of have to get them excited. So yeah, it's exciting. Just exciting. be obnoxious not, not with the loud sounds. Yeah, I have to say that I kind of steal it from you, and now I'm like. Pew, 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 pew. Oh, I love it. It's my favorite. The Morty is um, a drag queen, a performer, an entertainer, but. It's also running for a console in New York City. Yeah. Okay? Uh, <laughs> one of the things that I feel passionate about you is how would you grab uh, being part of this community, be uh, a performer, and introduce that to a, such a maybe heavy topic like politics. Where is that coming from? And how, like, how do you... It's like, how do you put together two words? Sure. Well, I first of all, I think um, for people who who know drag as what you go to see at a bar or a drag brunch or whatever, like drag is more than just, you know, poop jokes on stage at two in the morning at a bar. You know, drag has always been um, political and drag the art form of drag in all senses um, is an act of political resistance you know whether you are uh, no matter what your gender identity drag is for everybody there is no box or label for drag and and drag is is a 
a way to stand up to the patriarchal norms that are put on us by society. Oh, what a word. Uh, <laughs> Can I have uh, a Google translator yeah. for that? <laughs> uh, it's basically like a, like a F you to the patriarchy. Okay. And drag has been political for years before Stonewall even. You know, this great article just came out um, for Black History Month about oh, how yes. the first known drag queen was a uh, uh, former slave, yeah. you know? Um, and this... This person was was coining the drag terminology in the 1800s and and was leading queer resistance movements at a time when it was really unheard of and and dangerous and um uh like what a hero right and then in 19 I always like to highlight this also because people are like oh you're a drag queen running for office well this is not like a new thing you know Jose Seria was a um, drag activists who ran for the Board of Supervisors in 1961 in San Francisco, and they later went on to start the imperial court system, which has raised millions of dollars for LGBTQIA plus organizations across the globe. There's, I'm blanking on her name, but there's a great drag queen in Ireland who has been using their drag to fight for equality in Ireland for many, many years. And um, there's a drag queen in California running for office uh, and me, you know, and, and, and drag queens have been leading marches and resistance movements for decades. Yeah. I think, I think the, the, the most interesting part is um, people believe that drag is not related to um, being activists and, and, and drag is, it's drag is activism. Yes. It, the drag doesn't supposed to be more than just entertaining. And actually um, I think it's the best way to make yourself Known as a voice and and represent and and being funny and and make fun of something, but at the same time go very serious about it. Well, yeah, I think it's important. Like a lot of times, people put these politicians in this kind of box where they think, "Oh, you can't have a personality." Uh, I I want like a f- funny, well-rounded person in office. It's like has yeah. human flaws and whatever. And and so being a comedian and drag queen, I don't think can be. I don't think that prevents me from being somebody who can legislate well for people, you know, just because I'm funny and I'm good at telling, you know, jokes. I can, <laughs> I still know that there's important issues at hand. Like we have a housing crisis in our city. There are 80,000 homeless people on the street. Over a hundred thousand kids last year went through the public school system where one time or another during that school year, they didn't know where they were going to sleep that night. That's an epidemic. Um, we thank God now in Albany have gotten rid of, uh, brokers fees and and uh, we're holding ten- our landlords accountable for actions um, but you know we also they're closing Rikers which is great yes close Rikers but you're putting nine billion dollars into new jails well if you can find nine billion dollars to build four new jails then you need to find nine billion dollars to um, help people who are uh, falsely arrested you need to instead of arresting people for addiction and drug possession um i'm an alcoholic and addict recovering you know for almost nine years so are you gonna i always look at it as are you gonna jail a cancer patient or diabetes patient because they have a disease no so why are you gonna jail an addict who has a disease if you can find money for new jails you can find money and allocate it to rehabilitation programs which costs the taxpayer less money it's over three hundred thousand dollars a year for an inmate why don't you put that money into a 30 60 or 90 day rehabilitation program um, job placement and education training and work with local businesses to hire people to get them back on their feet how are you supposed to become a member of society if you have this record slapped on you that prevents you from voting prevents you from getting jobs and prevents you from getting education let's better people's lives instead of stunting um, who they are and that is something that is largely geared towards um, 
black and brown communities who are jailed disproportionately. So um, that's something we need to work on. Our school system in New York is one of the most segregated school systems in the entire country. And that is completely shocking and overwhelming that we live in this incredibly diverse city and we're separating kids based on race. Like that's completely fucked. Um, and our class sizes are too big. How are kids going to get the education and attention they need? And how are teachers going to be able to provide the services needed if they're overwhelmed by large classrooms? We need to be building more schools, not more jails. You know, let's put money into where it needs to go. Um, and so just because I can tell a really good fucking joke at night doesn't mean I don't know the goddamn issues. And this is why. Uh, human rights here. Yeah, I, I mean, and housing is a human right. Yeah. Education is a human yes. right. Like the ability to vote is a right. You know, exactly. and and I think we have to like having clean air and clean drinking water and clean streets okay. is a human right. So like, so people believe that because you're a performer doesn't mean that you're gonna take serious the job or you're not a serious person to take the job. But I think it's important to remember like politicians should be representative of who uh, lives there right yeah. so like you should have a diverse collective governing body that represents all types of people of course like you have to know the law or legal you know whatever but that's like all part of like running is you learn you know and our city is increasingly becoming a city for the wealthy and not everyday people and we need to make this a city that's um accessible to Everyone. Why do you decide to run? Why do you decide to take that responsibility in your hands? Because, of course, you can be passionate about politics and just uh, do local and that's it. But why do you decide to actually use the platform that you created? Uh, oh, when yeah. you're not working, oh, when you're not on the <laughs> stage, you are doing a lot of other yeah. things. I got 30 way. minutes of sleep the other day, so yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a busy it's, schedule. Yeah, I, he was like, it was like... 5 p. I caught up on my sleep, though. I caught up on my sleep, though. It's okay. But (laughs) over the weekend, I had 30 minutes of sleep, so I was pretty cranky. But, um, but I, you know, I I think it's important when you're running for office to, it's a very personal decision, and you have to figure out, am I better suited as an activist, somebody who's knocking on doors for other candidates um, and issues, or am I better suited as a person who is in office? And, And so it was a very personal months of you know connecting with i don't know like the higher power universe whatever meditating yeah. praying talking to my husband like really figuring out where i can best be of service because that's how i look at this if you're going to be running for office you need to be doing it to be of service to other people and far too often we see people running for office because they want a resume builder or a cool title or a step up the ladder to something else and one of the biggest questions i get in this race is oh what are you going to run for next well i'm running for city council that's what i'm running for to help the people of district seven and the people of new york you know i'm not looking for like a congressional (laughs) race maybe that's something in the future but that's not my like focus right now and i think it's important for politicians to focus on the race they have i think it's important when you're in office to focus on the job you have in office and not your next election do the work that's happening right now And, um, and I think, I think, I think like so many people I've seen our country's democracy, um, our democracy is eroding before us and it's terrifying and it's scary and, and, oh, it's absolutely terrifying. And people always say, oh, it can never happen here. Well, Mm -hmm, not to be like mm -hmm. completely dramatic, but Hitler was elected. Yep. Like he was, he was elected and then started 
taking Putin was elected, you know. Castro was elected. You know, so you have to look at it like, you know, and then you start like rolling back these rights. And when the Republicans say, oh, you know what? We know he did these crimes, but that's okay. We're going to let it slide because we want to stay in power. That, that, and then you have the president today or yesterday rather tweeting this image of Trump 2020, Trump 2024, Trump 2028. To me, that in itself is an impeachable offense because it's a constitutional amendment that uh, bars a president from having more than two terms. So when a president starts, um, posting you know a even in a joking way a presidency for life thing that's a dangerous precedent that that nobody's calling him out on that not even democrats are calling yeah. him out on that and that's a that's a dangerous precedent because when we start to normalize things it becomes normal and then rights are taken away as we've seen you know like they're talking about that um um uh well, um, here in the United States, uh, for the ones that are listening and they're outside the country, we have two parties. We have the Republicans. We got the Democratic Party. Um, Marty, it's part of the Democratic Party. Yeah, we, we should be a multi-party system, but that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other basket of... I was talking yeah. with a good friend of mine, David, uh, and I was telling him, actually, we have also independents, and he was like, well, but they never won. Uh, but so look, like you like have, very, you have like, very, and this is nothing against any candidates, but you have somebody like Bernie Sanders, who has been an independent in office for many, many years. Now running as a Democrat, and you have Bloomberg, who's running as a Democrat, who's never been a Democrat. So really? that's why you need multi-party systems, because when you have people who fall in d- different areas yeah. of, you know. That's something against either one of them. I don't really have an opinion, but I, I, well, I do have an opinion, but that's fine. I don't, that's not true. I do have opinions about both of them, but, um, you know, when you have, you have like, you have Republicans who fall on the very far right and then moderate, and then you have Democrats who are moderate and then democratic socialist and then, you know, more independent leaning. So that's why we need a multi-party system because it, ideas don't just fit into two parties would you be um like sometimes are you are um agreed with some things that also that your own party allowed i think it's great that we you know like pushed through with impeachment and and but you know it's like and there are a lot of democratic leaders who are like standing up and doing the right thing but it's time to just say fuck it like they're not being nice so and they're not being nice in the sense of like not just like tweeting that stupid video of like you know, being in office for life. But today in New York city, an ice agent shot and killed an on duty ice agent shot and killed somebody trying to arrest them to deport them. It's their kids still in cages, literal, literal fucking cages. But you know, like you have these things happening and it's time to like really stand up and just like, there's no time for political politeness anymore. Like, yeah. fuck it. We have a we have a racist, misogynistic, transphobic, Islamophobic bigot in the White House. Yes. And you have an entire party um, allowing it to happen. And, uh, you know, everybody says, well, oh, America is the land of the free. Well, no, like we were founded by racist slave owners, you know. And we're living on stolen land that was built by enslaved people. It's time for us to wake the fuck up and realize our country may not be the greatest. And it's time for us to reshape it and really take it back from the bigotry that's held it down for our entire existence. You know, we. Do you think l- that, good, that they can be possible? I do, because I do think this is a great country. And I think we have the possibility of being truly great. 
but we have to break the norms that have been in place in this country for a long time you know like women still aren't paid an equal <laughs> wage that's yeah, crazy that, that's another, you know another that's crazy that, you, there's an, another topic talking about lgbtq people that are um well we we got in congress and the and the supreme court uh is still a law that is gonna allow anyone to fire uh people just to be lgbtq yeah. or deny housing which people maybe don't know this but in florida that can happen Uh, in so well, what is it? I think it's like 38 states. states you can be fired yes. for being, or 28 states. I can't uh, remember yeah. the statistic, but especially in Florida, I work in. I I, I used to live in Miami, and 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 I have a dear friend of mine was fired just because he was gay. Yeah, that's and, um, that's all. That's fucked. Yeah, um, <laughs> and, 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 and episode two, guys. If you guys uh, haven't listened with Jiggly, Jiggly says something very very specific. She was, hey, I love Pride. Uh, celebrate who you are Party Whatever But don't forget That we still have A lot of things to do The fact that you can still Be married In any, any state of the country Doesn't mean that you are free Doesn't mean that you are allowed To do a lot of things You know Yeah Well look at the law I mean thank god They were squashed The laws in South Dakota And Florida But the, yes. they were very real laws That were being pushed through And passed the lower chamber yes. Of these states To to harm young trans children yeah, and You know Recently Utah uh, Banned finally Another Conversion state, therapy Conversion thank therapy God, yeah, but, but but you know we're still fighting the, those things. Yes. You know, there's so many battles that we still have to fight. You know, trans people are under attack in this country. Um, we, we have to remember, like, we have police forces that are killing. The, that the leading cause of death among young black men is police. Yeah, you know that's that's a problem. Yeah, that's fine. you know. So our country has a long way to go. We've come very far. And it's be been because of progressive advocates and activists. But we have a long way still to go. The fight is not yet won. And when one person isn't equal, we're all not equal, you know? So we have to continue fighting for every marginalized group. And and that that that's, you know, we have to fight um, for our immigrant communities, for women, for our black communities, for, you know, the queer community, We have to, for everyone. For everyone, yeah, yeah. It's like the list goes on and on and on. Um, you know, as an activist, as an activist, uh, there's a lot of people that also listen to this podcast that are not in the United States. As an activist, what you can say to those people that how they can take a little bit more actions, maybe local. Um, uh, a lot of these people, maybe in their countries, are not allowed to just be out and and be who they are and their authentic self. But what they can do. Uh, what do you can recommend that we can start and, and we can initiate that let's not say political but a little bit more of getting involved sure I think you know okay so for example so I have friends of mine who do this thing in Cuba where there's um, trans women in Cuba who don't have access to a lot of like different uh, product like maybe you know as they're like transitioning, like maybe they the need hormones, wigs yeah, or everything. hormones. Yeah. Or just clothing, yeah. you know, that fits or, or whatever. So I have friends who like take clothes to Cuba. And so we're like wow. doing that, you know, so like help out with that. If you're living in a country, I have a friend who's from Paraguay, which is like, you know, there's a lot of South American countries where, uh, marriage is legal. Uh, but yeah. you know, there are also play where you have like, what's his name? Bastonado. And is that his name? In, 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 in Brazil. In Brazil, who's yeah. like completely dangerous for queer people. I don't know uh, if that's how you pronounce it, but he's he's very dangerous for LGBTQIA plus people. So activists there, you know, need to like kind of band together, and it's scary. But you yeah, know, it's scary. It's, 
it's it's okay to kind of like take the lead on your hands when you're you're living in a in such a uh, have sanctuary like spaces, that, you know? safe sanctuary spaces where people know they can go. And and my friend's from Paraguay, and he um, talks to me about how it's it's really dangerous to be out there, and so organizations really struggle. But if 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 people kind of get the word out about um, safe spaces, I think that's really important. Um, and buddy systems, and you know. Uh, as as crazy as our country is, I am grateful that you know I live here. <laughs> you know, I'm grateful that that there are freedoms here that that other countries don't have. But I think it's important. Um, activism can be dangerous and scary and overwhelming. Did but something happened to you one time, sometime. Then- uh, oh my gosh! I mean, not like to an extreme that it might in another country, but I've certainly been, you know, like spit on and pushed and, you know, at rallies where there's Trumpers who are, you know, and I get, I mean, whatever I, I do the drag queen story hour and the baby shark thing that went viral oh and all this stuff. And people yeah. love to shit all over a drag queen when they're with yeah. kids. Um, I'm going to put the link. Yeah. Guys so you can guys, but it, it I just think, yeah, activism can be scary and using your voice can be scary, but, uh, it's a ripple effect. You know, if everybody stays silent, then hate wins. So you have to be you have to be vocal. So we were talking in the beginning, and I I have to apologize with you because I've been referring uh, um, to you uh, with him, his, and 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 and, and this pronouns. Uh, can you please tell me you actually pronounce? Um, and we can explain that a little bit. Oh yeah, you're so sweet. Uh, my pronouns I use they them pronouns, and that's like a newer thing for me as like language evolves and we like learn more about language and gender and identity. You know, I I I feel like so many people my whole life I felt like I've always known I was attracted to uh, like men, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like woo. I love men uh, But uh, you know I got a great husband He's great he's super hot And uh, <laughs> and super smart and, and, sweet. and that's one of the hot things about him He's like incredibly talented and smart And yeah. also very handsome But you know like when I was a kid like I remember feeling Like you know that attraction And then as I like came out as a teenager I identified as like a gay man Because that's like what I knew And, and then but then there was always this like thing that was like Oh it's not, I was still like I know I'm not there was this thing where I was like I, I, I'm not I don't know I don't even know how to word it now but like now that there's language where I know that like I my gender does not align with male or female I feel very like in the middle of that and 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 you look at like studies from like um indigenous cultures and middle eastern cultures and 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 you know, from thousands of years ago where that was such a part of the language, like, you know, um, two spirit or multiple genders. Some, some, some cultures have like hundreds of genders, you know? And I think, I think when you start putting people into the boxes of male or female, not everybody feels that way. And so like, not everybody is that, you know? And it, and, and that's just how I like, yes, I am attracted to men, but do I consider myself like a man? Like not really. No, like I, yeah, but I also don't consider myself a woman. I, yes. you know, like when I'm in drag, people are like, Oh, Hey girl. And I'm like, yeah, I also call like everybody girl anyway, like whatever, but <laughs> that's, that's not like, but, um, that's how we are sometimes. yeah, but, but for me, like my, my gender identity is very free flowing and, and like 
all encompassing, I guess. It's something, it's something and it's very, personal for everybody. So if yes, somebody, it is. So I also think it's like if somebody's like, "Well, that's," I'm like, "Well, this is how this is me. This, this is, is this is me. This, this is, is how this is me. me. For you know, this is about me. His. How you like yeah. identify and you like it's that's your, you. Your, and I will respect it and yeah. I will say the pro, your pronouns because that is how you. That's who you are. Like my spirit and soul. Like I look at it this way: we, our bodies, are like apartments that we're renting True. for. A couple of years while we're on earth and sometimes we get the we rent the our spirits rent the wrong body for whatever reason and so it has to be we got to get an upgrade it's a beautiful and, beautiful way to and we got to get easy to yeah to and, we, and we got to get a new lease right yeah <laughs> and and that's fine but for me like my spirit is like okay well this body is like I'm not really I don't really identify as a man but I also like am okay staying in this apartment for a little bit and because I know that I can like flow in and out of okay. it, you know, and yeah. now, but not everybody is like that and that's okay. Yeah. And that's why we have to listen to our transgender community and hear, you know, their needs and, and help them in their, their process of like, okay, we need to get, we need to get great affordable medical care for trans people so they can go through this transition smoothly and beautifully and in a healthy way. Um, we need to make sure that people who are gender non-binary and gender non-conforming are comfortable out in the world. Like if you, you know, because we need to create safe spaces and safe dialogue. And I, and I think, I think people put people in boxes and we shouldn't do that. So I promise I'm going to do an, an episode just about this. I think, yeah, the, I don't know if I'm like just, the best spokesperson for it. Cause I don't yeah. want to like, I don't want to like a sound like no, whatever. Totally, I no, totally, but it's something that it needs to be focused. We have to be respectful of where it, people still, are at. It's something that's still new for a lot of people. Sure. It have to well, it's about being open to being teachable. Yeah. And like, for me, like, I don't, I, I don't necessarily, yeah, you know? I don't necessarily like, I don't identify as a gay man anymore. I identify as queer. Like yeah. I'm a queer person who is non-binary, gender non-conforming. And my pronouns are they, them. And that's that's who I believe the universe or creator or whatever you want to believe made me. And it's like, beautiful. great. And then there's some people who are transgendered and that's beautiful and that's great. And then there's some people who are like cis and that's beautiful and that's great. Yeah. And Beautiful. you just have to be respectful, teachable, understanding, and not an asshole, you know? <laughs> uh, and listen to people. Sure. Listen to people. And... um provide that safe space for them as they're going through whatever they're going through. And, um, and I think, I think our queer community needs to be, cause there's even bigotry within our own community. And I think our oh, queer community, yeah, our, our community That's needs to be open. Need yeah. To, yeah. Because listen, Completely. we have enough enemies out there. Let's not oh, be our own enemies. Yeah. You know, it, it's something that, that I create this podcast because of that. I, I all the time say, Oh, we complain about, uh, political parties or we complain about society we, we complain about white people or the straight people as a, as a community as a queer community we're not united as we think and mm. we don't know a lot of things and and yeah we can know the term transgender we don't know anything about it as well so that's why we're creating this and now well taking that in consideration i know that you are a Do you know person. two people who i love so much and i think are great at um, educating people, peppermint and Mila Jam are oh two of my God. favorite people, and the they're I love well, both of them. Yeah, I love them. they're such leaders, but I and used they're, to work with they're peppermint yeah, and she's the best, yeah, she and she's such best. a great leader and such a great person to like listen to and 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 get guidance yes. from. And then 
Mila is oh, incredible. Oh, I love Mila. Oh, I love Mila. She's Mila, amazing. Mila, we love you. If you're listening um, to this any, any, any day, if you want to come by, please listen and read my emails. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, gender is like a, a thing. You know, one of the things that I'm running for city council, I want to make sure that, well, first of all, we need more public bathrooms in the city. There's like no bathrooms yes. anywhere, but we need bathrooms that are available to everybody. I was doing a thing the other day and I put it on my Insta story. I was getting so pissed because people kept being like, do you know where the men's room is? Do you know where the men's room is? Oh, and, and there's like a ladies room right there. I and I'm like, oh it. my God, just go use the fucking Who bathroom. Cares? Like, yeah. just go, go, go fucking yeah, pee. We were in an event the, oh, the other day and, and there was a whole line for uh, the men's bathroom and no one in the ladies bathroom. I'm like, do you know what? Fuck it. Well, I was at a diner the other day and there was like the, the one man cans or whatever, like, you know, like one toilet per bathroom. And it was, you know, uh, um, one labeled man and one labeled woman and the the men's was like so I like went and, the, and this woman was like um I'm next it's a women's room and I was like okay well it's a one man but like whatever so I just like went in and it's just so frustrating like so we need to have um I think it needs to be uh, a law in New York that yes. bathrooms are accessible especially in New York to everyone New because York. you also have to look at it as like somebody like me who is gender non-conforming and non-binary but who I do drag, you know, but in real life for the majority of the time I I I could easily just be identified as like a gay guy, yeah. right? But I don't necessarily feel comfortable like always going in like a men's room because even as a feminine gay guy, you get judged or whatever and it's not necessarily always safe and and so I think we need to have like gender neutral bathrooms you know if you're going to be putting male female bathrooms you also need to be having gender neutral bathrooms or bathrooms need to be accessible to everybody you know and i yeah. think we're just peeing and pooping like get like, there's nothing <laughs> more natural than that yeah than so like just i don't know it's so um i think we i think people need to just um stop being prejudiced against uh Things like that. Yeah. Uh, Maybe, yeah. To, to close this chapter, because I know that you're busy, what would you say to our community? I would say to queer people and all people, I would say um, our democracy is at a critical turning point. And we are at uh, that fork in the road kind of metaphor. We're either going to go completely one way and it will never be. Si able to be saved or we're going to go another way where we can start bit by bit building the country that we're supposed to be the country that is free for all people the country that is equal for all people and is that safe space that we believe our country can and should be and the only way to get to that point is if you register to vote where you live Because politics is not just about what's happening in Washington, but it's about what's happening in your state houses. As we talked about the South Dakota, Utah, Florida, those states, what's happening in your state houses. Virginia just passed their own version of the Equality Act today. Uh, you know, so it's important what's going on in, in, in state capitals as well as the national capital, but also what's going on in your city. You know, in New York City, uh, we can work to help tenants and immigrants and women and housing and 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 jail reform and bail reform and 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 education you know so what's going on in your own backyard and the only way we're going to achieve this true beauty of what our country can be is if every single person registers to vote if every single person uh knocks on doors and phone banks and canvases and volunteers for a candidate they believe in volunteers for an organization or charity they believe in or runs for office themselves and right now it's exhausting and it's it's there's a lot of burnout with politics because it's so aggressive but you know 
we need to make it better, not just for ourselves, but for the next generation and the next generation after that. And so take the time out of your weekend to do these, these bits of activism, um, because you will not only be saving our democracy, but you'll be saving somebody's life. You know, a hundred people were deported through ICE back to El Salvador and were murdered. They sought asylum, were sent back and murdered for what they sought asylum for. So there's blood on the hands of this administration. And if you do not vote, if you decide that voting isn't important enough, then you're complicit to all that's happening. Um, So I urge people to register and vote and get active. To all of you, vote.org. Uh, it's a it's a very easy link to register um, no matter where you are in the United States. Um, if you are also interested, please check it out Marty uh, website that is uh, Marty J. Cummins Marty for uh, Marty for Manhattan.com Marty for Manhattan.com um, that also you guys can donate to the campaign and be aware of um, everything that it is on stake and and it's gonna be valuable. Uh, for this campaign uh, I'm honored that you're here Thank you so much Oh my much. god, I love you Thank uh, you I love you Also um, what people can do This is another big one uh, The You know that like cliche When you see something Say something It really is important no, it is Like it's there's so many times When people I'm tired of seeing videos Of people filming stuff happening If there's like a cop Like fucking with somebody On the subway Or whatever Or Like yeah. stand up To that As scary as it is Like yeah. stand up and say something If you see like people Being harassed Or, you know, whatever, if people are like picking on a homeless person or a Muslim person or a trans person, whatever, stand up and say something because when you do, other people will follow suit, right? But if if nobody says anything, then you're going to let people continue to get away with what they're doing. Stand up. Stand up against acts of uh, prejudice, you know? Um, You could be, you could be truly saving a life. It's, it's so, it's, 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 it's important it's you crucial. know yeah i love you i love I, you i am inspired uh um if you can do something in your local city in your local state um in your country wherever you are to become and to spread more the voice please do the powers is in our hands and this is not the time to be silent this is the time to be um out loud and to be up and to stand up like marie said marie thank you so much i love you <laughs> <laughs>